You're listening to the Ray Hanania Podcast, a weekly overview of all my opinion columns, my radio interviews, and my reports on Middle East topics and on mainstream American politics. My Middle East columns are published in the Arab News newspaper, the Middle East Monitor Online, and the Arab Daily News Online. My mainstream columns are published at SuburbanChicagoLand.com and in seven newspapers in the southwest region of Chicagoland, including the Regional News, the Reporter Newspaper, the Des Plaines Valley News, and the Southwest News Herald. This podcast also includes my radio show broadcast in Detroit on the second Friday of every month, live on WNZK AM 690 Radio, and also live online. It's a lot of information and a lot of resources, but you can get all of this on my writings and podcasts by visiting my website at hanania.com. I hope you sit back and enjoy this latest podcast. I supported Tony Preckwinkle when she ran for Cook County Board President um, and uh, against uh, Todd Stroger. Um, and, and I knew her, you know, just briefly. I met her when she first ran and uh, for aldermen in Chicago, and after two unsuccessful runs, finally won in 1991, uh, the year before I actually left City Hall. She's a very progressive, smart person. I really liked her. Um, you know, she's kind of a centrist. And then, of course, you know, politics gets in the way of every kind of friendship. Um, when she ran against Todd Stroger for uh, president of the Cook County Board uh, in November of uh, 2000. 10 uh, succeeding Todd Stroger. She had promised that she, uh, you know, actually she campaigned against Todd Stroger's one cent sales tax and she, you know, just criticized it. And uh, if she didn't say it directly, she really implied hard that she wasn't going to support it. But of course, uh, soon after she was elected, she in fact supported an increase in the sales tax of Cook County. And to me, that was kind of a serious hypocritical issue back then. Um, but time goes on. I mean, let's face it. Um, the other issue, of course, uh, her soda pop tax. I really disagreed with the soda pop tax because um, I felt it targeted the suburban areas and really kind of pandered to her base in Chicago, you know, as an alderman from uh, uh, the Fourth Ward um, uh, succeeding uh, or defeating, actually, Tim Evans, who was one of the uh, legacy uh, supporters of the late Mayor Harold Washington. Uh, that soda pop tax was just horrible. I couldn't stand it. Of course, I'm addicted or have been for many years to Diet Coke. First, first Pepsi, and then uh, later Coke, and then later Diet Coke, and then uh, later uh, decaf Diet Coke, and only recently because I've just, uh, you know, come through a, a fight against uh, cancer, which I beat. Um, now I'm drinking water and healthier drinks, um, which, boy, that's a crappy life without any kind of Diet Coke, any of the cancer-causing Diet Coke. But um, that aside, um, those are two big issues for me. And as ha having started out supporting Tony Parkwinkle, you know, I uh, later became a ferocious critic um, over the hypocrisy, over the one-cent sales tax, and later, um, obviously, over the soda pop tax, the one-cent-per-ounce tax, 
that she had imposed. And then a 20 ounce bottle of Diet Coke, that's 20 cents. And if I drink 10 of them a day, that's $2 a day. And that's more than $700 a year. Just in excess taxes that would do nothing to benefit me. It was specifically to uh, boost up services in Cook County that would serve mostly people living in the city of Chicago and many in her ward. Okay, but let's be honest, uh, you know, politics is, you know, a balance of uh, uh, interest. You, you weigh things. It's kind of an uh, individual consensus. And, and this is my theory on, you know, who I support and who I vote for. Um, I look at them and I compare them. It's a relative thing. Um, Tony Preckwinkle is known to me. I know her. I disagreed with some of the things, strongly in many cases, but I know who she is, and I think overall I actually like her. You know, you don't write about the things that you like when you're an opinion columnist or a political op-ed writer. You write about the things that you don't like um, because, you know what, it, it's like the story in the news business. You know, if it leads, it, if it bleeds, it leads. Um, you know, there's no story in a Boy Scout walking a little old lady across the street. As sad as that is, you can blame that on the writers, but it's you people out there in the uh, public. You don't want to read those stories. You don't want to read the nice stories. You want to read the blood. You want to read the controversy. You want to read the criticism. You want to read the uh, tragedy. But in the race between Tony, Pre and that's why in the race between Tony Preckwinkle and Lori Lightfoot, um, I'm going to support Tony Preckwinkle. Tony Preckwinkle is a known commodity to me. And like I said, it's, uh, it's not about who's great. It's about who's better. I don't know Lori Lightfoot. Um, she sounds good, you know, but I've known a lot of politicians that sound good have been terrible people in office. And I don't know, should Chicago take that chance? Chicago has some real serious issues, you know, that, she ha that Chicago has to deal with. And I'm not quite sure that... Lori Lightfoot is the right person. But there's another reason, too. Lori Lightfoot, when I look at her, I don't know about really, you know, much about her past. But, uh, but she is articulate. She is smart. But the thing that bothers me the most are some of the people that are wrapping themselves around her. These are people from the far extreme left. And I'm not going to say Democrats and Republicans. First of all, the race for mayor is not a partisan race. It's not partisan. It's not Democrat versus Republican. We don't deal with that anymore in Chicago and Cook County. You know, on the national level, Republican and Democratic parties mean things. But on the local level, Republican and Democratic parties, really, in Chicago and Cook County, it doesn't mean anything. You know, you really have to look at it in the sense of, you know, kind of a, uh, a, a spectrum from the left to the right. You know, uh, Tony Preckwinkle is kind of center left a little bit. Um, she's not very, you know, she's not really conservative. She's, but she's kind of, you know, progressive, but kind of an old machine progressive. I mean, she did topple Tim Evans, who was from the true progressive Harold Washington movement, and she did defeat him. But, you know, she, she was, uh, you know, a leader in the progressive movement for many years. And Lori Lightfoot, on the other hand, though, is on the far fringe left, not just the far left. She's on the fringe left. And when you look at, at some of the people that are surrounding her, you see that it can be troubling, especially if you're a centrist like myself. I'm a little right of center. I'm a little conservative. You know, I'm Middle Eastern. 
I'm Arab, and believe it or not, people from the Middle East are generally very conservative on many issues. You know, for example, like abortion. I don't support excessive abortion. I think during the first trimester, if it has to do with the health of the the mother or rape or incest, yeah, I think that an abortion is something that should be and can be considered. But after that first trimester, I think it's wrong. Um, the other thing is you know, the issue of, uh, you know, politics and uh, um, this extremism that I think on the far left that they push. And she's been endorsed by this group called Our Revolution, which is a spinoff of Bernie Sanders' politics. Not really an exact replica of what the issues that really attracted people like me to him, you know, in the last presidential election. Um, when he was tanked by Hillary Clinton and forced many of the centrists to end up voting for Donald Trump. But uh, Lori's uh, support uh, these with this Our Revolution group bothers me. First of all, the name Revolution. You know, I don't know. It doesn't make me feel good because I'm not thinking 1776. I'm thinking people that really want to be destructive in how they change the system. I don't think they're going to be better. They're not against you know, uh, pro they're not against tax hikes. They would impose tax hikes, but they would target, you know, middle-class people, suburbanites, um, the wealthy. They're really focused on helping the poor. And I think helping the poor is a good thing, but you can't help the poor by destroying the middle-class and the wealthy. You can't do that. You need to have an intelligent strategy that addresses the poor by addressing society overall. And one way to help the poor is not only to find jobs, but to tackle the crime problem, which is no, uh, uh, you know, which is probably worse nowhere else in this region than in Chicago. It's just horrible in Chicago. And I think Tony Preckwinkle has the experience to address that. I, I think it was a mistake for her, although from a political uh, standpoint, it gave her a lot of clout to become president of the Cook County Board um, in 2010. But I don't think she was really made to you know, oversee the suburbs because she really didn't identify with the suburbanites. She didn't identify with suburban voters. She didn't identify with our problems. She did identify, um, and I think because she has a wealth of experience with the people in Chicago, I think she's much more moderate, much more centrist. I think uh, Tony Prunkwinkle has a lot of good ideas. And, you know, maybe, you know, someone who makes a mistake, um, I would rather have somebody who's made a mistake and, kind of acknowledged it than somebody that I just don't know because, you know, Lori Lightfoot, if she gets in, could make worse mistakes like jacking up uh, taxes, uh, forcing the state of Illinois to uh, stick their hand in the back pockets of the suburbs and take our tax dollars to bail out Chicago. That's what I think Lori Lightfoot is going to do. I don't like it. Um, she had a proposal and there were about five mayors that are running in Chicago that were running in the uh, primary in February that uh, proposed taxes on suburbanites to help Chicago. And Lori Lightfoot was one of them. Now, Tony Preckwinkle didn't really target the suburbanites, and I and I really think there's a chance that she won't. I think she can use her experience to really fight crime um, and also address you know, the needs of the economy in Chicago. And I think if she did that, it would be great. I, I, of course, I didn't like 
the way she kind of pandered on the Laquan McDonald issue. Um, but I'm willing to look away on that because that uh, th those people that are hanging around Lori Lightfoot bother me. They concern me. I'll give you a good example because they're two-faced. I mean, they supported and were aligned with Tony Preckwinkle in the November election uh, when Tony Preckwinkle was trying to avenge her uh, loss of the soda, the repeal of the soda pop tax by targeting several uh, suburban commissioners who uh, toppled that tax and repealed it. They led the repeal. One of them was Sean Morrison. Sean Morrison was challenged by an Our Revolution candidate, uh, Abdul Nasser Rashid, um, who, you know, I mean, his only qualification, I think, was that he was backed by Our Revolution, and he said that he graduated from Harvard. That was really it. He knew nothing about, you know, the suburbs. He knew nothing about that 17th district. Um, Sean Morrison, on the other hand, has come from a long line of centrists that began with um, Cook County, former Cook County Commissioner Liz Gorman. Liz Gorman was a Republican, but like I said, we really don't look at uh, people in Cook County and the suburbs and the Chicago area anymore as Democrats and Republicans. Liz Gorman was a centrist, a little right of center, like uh, basically like me. I supported her. Um, her successor, Sean Morrison, he's a little bit more right of center, but I, I don't think unacceptably so. I think it's acceptable where he stands. But uh, Abdul Nasser Rashid, and again, even though he was Palestinian and I'm Palestinian, I think there's this expectation that, hey, he's Palestinian. You're Palestinian. You have to support him. No, there are a lot of Palestinians that I don't agree with. And there are a lot of Arabs I don't agree with. There are a lot of Christians I don't agree with. There are a lot of Muslims I don't agree with. There are a lot of Jews I, I don't agree with. I happen to be a Christian Palestinian. There are a lot of Christian Palestinians I don't agree with. It is about reason, common sense, and sensibility. And I don't think he had it. And in fact, the worst part of it was the way he glommed onto this outrageous, hate-driven protest in Payless Township against Sharon Brannigan. Uh, Preckwinkle bowed, I think, down. I always thought it was Preckwinkle driving this, but now I know it was the Our Revolution group that kind of pushed her to do it, to uh, kick Sharon Brannigan off of the Women's County Commission um, because years ago she made some critical comments of quote-unquote uh, Middle Eastern people and Arabs um, regarding the immigration issue. She was trying to address immigration and she pointed to all the Middle Eastern people in the Southwest region. Now the 17th district has one of the largest concentrations of Arabs in the Cook County region and so it was it was important but Sharon Brannigan when she was confronted she looked at it recognized that it hurt Arabs, many people from the Middle East, and she apologized. And her apology was sincere, her apology was genuine, and I accept it. And many of the Muslim Arabs that I know, and the Christian Arabs, especially the Christian Arabs, because apologies are important. When people make mistakes, we accept apologies if it's sincere. And Sharon Brannigan's apology was very sincere. But what they did was um, the protesters, about maybe 25 people, they, they don't even represent the Arab community, but Abdul Nasser Rashid embraced that group because they were the high-profile Arabs. Most of the moderate Arabs, the centrist Arabs, are uh, below the radar screen. They're quiet. They kind of, they're, they, they're not outspoken. 
They're not, they're not belligerent. They're not boisterous. But the small group of, you know, I think they call themselves take on hate, but the reality is they create more hate than they take on. Um, they, they go to these meetings every month um, for the pa over a year now, yelling, screaming, calling people names, pounding on desks, disrupting the board meetings. That's the kind of activism that is cancerous to American democracy. They symbolize a sickness driven by emotion and hate. And you know, hate and emotion are substitutes for intelligence and creative thought and creative answers to society's problems. These are people that have no idea how to solve problems, so they disguise their inability to come up with answers by screaming, by yelling, by wrapping themselves in emotion, an emotion that becomes anger, and anger that becomes hate. They targeted Sharon Brannigan. And it, this isn't even about Sharon Brannigan. It's about what they are doing. And Tony Preckwinkle was used in that, and Rash Abdul Nasser Rashid embraced that, and that's why he lost the election. When you look at the 17th district, you divide the... Di it's a, almost a bowling alley, a big one, all the way from Wheaton in the north all the way down here to Orland Park in the south. And if you divide that district in half, um, and you look at the northern half of the district, Abdul Nasser Rashid won by something like 8,000 votes in that area. Now, that area is very far from Palos Township, so those voters didn't see or read the news reports about what this uh, Abdul Nasser Rashid allies were doing, uh, you know, these haters in Payless Township against Sharon Brannigan in the South. In Lamont Township, Morrison won by 1,700 votes. In Lyons Township, Morrison won by 1,500 votes. In Orland Township, Morrison won by 3,600 votes. In Payless Township, this is where the haters were. Morrison won that Payless Township uh, against the activism of those haters by more than 2,000 votes. And Morrison won Worth Township, which is very big with Arab Americans, by 800 votes. Now, all those south uh, side townships in the 17th district are where most of the Arabs live. So how do you analyze that when you look at the top, the six north suburban townships, Rashid won by 8,000 votes in the five south suburban townships. The major one, Morrison won by 9,800 votes. And that 1,800 vote difference is what uh, gave Morrison the victory over Abdul Nasser Rashid in that election. The votes in the south townships were impacted by the monthly uh, hate campaign by this take on hate, which actually was, you know, in a, in, in reality, a uh, uh, embracing of hate against Sharon Brannigan, and that impacted voters. Voters looked at him, not just non-Arabs, but many Arab voters looked at them. They were ashamed of, of what those people are doing. They were embarrassed by what they were doing. You know, they it's the kind of, you know, extremism that fuels the extremism in the Middle East, the emotion, the anger, the hatred. It's a succession, a, a stepping stone that you walk up. You know, when you allow yourself to go through that door, that's where it leads, and, and that leads to even worse things. So Arabs looking at them were put off and disgusted by it, and so were many voters. And that's why Sean Morrison won. And But what's really funny is that this Our Revolution group that endorsed 
and supported and worked with Preckwinkle to use her in the fight against Sean Morrison and were defeated, flipped on Tony Preckwinkle. They threw her under the bus and they have endorsed um, Lori Lightfoot. And our revolution just last week uh, came out with that and Abdul Nasser Rashid is one of the uh, local activists in that group and there's some other people like uh, Kate, Fritz Kage and a few others who are uh, one office in uh, uh, Cook County um, that are behind them. And But they're so far off from what mainstream voters want. And I think Lori Lightfoot, I think, is going to uh, be impacted negatively as voters who are familiar with that group see her in, in, you know, who's hanging around with her in Chicago. So, you know, because of this, it's, you know, politics is never clean. It's like making sausage. It's messy. It's terrible. You know, I mean, you really got to roll up your sleeves and you got to dissect it. And there is no great, there, there are a few great politicians, but, you know, there is no real great politicians. And you can't expect, it's like looking for a baseball player who hits a thousand. That's impossible. Uh, 900 that bats 90% or 500, 50%. You know, if someone bats 300, 30% of the time that they're up to bat, that's phenomenal. And I'll tell you, in politics, it's a little like baseball. Um, politicians that you agree with 60, 70, maybe 75%, those are great politicians. So the 25% that I disagree with, Tony Preckwinkle, I can live with because 75% of her policies I can support. Lori Lightfoot, I'm sorry, you're a smart person, but I just don't know who you are. And all I can do is judge you by the associations that you put in your campaign and the people you're hanging around with. And I have to say, wow, you got some pretty crappy people around you. I don't want anything to do with them. And the worst thing that happened to Chicago would be for that group to take over the city. Because even though Tony Preckwinkle, as the Cook County Commissioner, wasn't exactly favorable to the suburbs, um, she still um, tried to do what was good for the whole area. Lori Lightfoot would be even worse. That's why I'm going to support uh, Tony Preckwinkle, despite my past criticism, because it's a relative thing. Um, I think that Tony is better than Lori Lightfoot. Now, Tony isn't the best. Uh, there were other candidates that were running that I thought were good. I thought Gary Chico was good. Um, and, uh, you know, I the other candidates, Jerry Joyce, uh, you know, Bill Daly was pretty good, too. I You know, these were smart people. Um, and I would have leaned toward them. But it's come down to two people, Lori Lightfoot and Tony Preckwinkle. Tony Preckwinkle is a known commodity. She has a record. Um, and I'll tell you what, she has a really pleasant personality. I've beaten her up. She hasn't been mean. You know, to me, she could be. But those Our Revolution people, they're ugly. They're haters. They're vicious. They're emotional. They've said some of the worst things about me because I didn't fall in line with the stereotype. Just because I'm an Arab, I'm not going to support another Arab. They have to be good. I have supported a lot of Arabs who have run for office, but I'm not going to support anyone who I think is way off the deep end, and that's where I think Abdul Nasser Rashid is, and all the people who are associated with our revolution. That's why I'm supporting Tony Preckwinkle for mayor of Chicago, and I believe 
that she it's a close race, but I believe you're going to see things turn this week. This has been the Ray Hanania Podcast, a weekly overview of all my opinion columns, my radio interviews, and my reports on Middle East topics and on mainstream American politics. For more information, go to Hanania.com. Thanks for listening.